in today's climate where law enforcement officers job is under scrutiny at all times, we are going to hear from the other side, the supporting side, those who wait for the officers to come home or wait for the worst news. Let's talk about it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Hanging with Mary Jo, the podcast where we talk about things that happen in everyday life, from breastfeeding to skydiving and everything in between. So stay tuned. Well, hello there. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. Welcome back, everyone. Today's episode... It's going to be a little different. This one hits home. It's going to be very personal. We are going to talk about a topic, like Frankie C mentioned, that hits very close to home, being a cop's wife. The side that nobody talks about, the spouse or the significant other, uh, the ones that take care of the home front when the officer is in the streets. And before we continue, this episode is sponsored by Absolute Candle. If you want your home to smell delightful, visit the folks of Absolute Candle on the Instagram page, Absolute Candle Company, or you can email your order at absolutecandlecompany at gmail.com. You can use promo code Hanging with Mary Jo or HWMJ to get 10% off. 10% off. That's All right. A good one. <laughs> All right. So we are going to talk about my support system you me so tell me how did you feel when i first told you that i would wanted to be a law enforcement officer well i was a little bit surprised that you wanted to take this career uh i guess I, i've always had an interest on in law enforcement um even when i was in the marine corps you know I, at the beginning when i first enlisted before my first contract was over i was going to, I tried, I take the back, I was going to apply to NYPD, but uh, certain things didn't work out. Um, so I never really put my application in because of some of the things that I was told that didn't really went with my personality and my beliefs. So I decided to continue my career in the Marine Corps. So I re-enlisted and did my full 20. So I knew that you wanted to follow or needed a job that had a similar a similarity to the Marine Corps. Something that had structure, you know, that had rules. And when we set out for a hunt for this job yeah. that we have now. <laughs> well, that you have now. Uh, it's we, you're right. Um, it was an experience. So when you told me that, you know, I was like, okay, whatever you want to do. It's, it's for you. Something that you like. And... You wanted to pursue, so I was there. Yay, let's be... Let's be cops. Let's be cops. <laughs> I, so, the process, right? So, the you know, roughly it was like nine months or so process, right? Before I started the academy. You you were, you were traveling with me, so we're coming down here. So, ran tests, do physical fitness tests and um, interviews and polygraphs and all that stuff. All that, that jazz. The gospel is, right? Boom, I get the call. You said, hey... Welcome. You good? So then I call you and I'm like, hey, you win. I'm in. I got it. What's the feeling to that part? Um, I was like, oh, God, we are really doing this. 
we are because we were living in pennsylvania right right so i was like okay so now we really gotta think about we're gonna move to a different state we're gonna start a new career but not only you start your career as a police officer but now i had to look for another you know another, another job, job right so we had to get situated it was not just picking a new career it was actually creating a new brand new life right it was like next chapter yeah starting all over type stuff starting all over again all right so i started the academy you stay in pa for a little bit the challenges actually started when you started the academy right. or when we started the process actually even before the academy mm -hmm. because we were making um different choices you know that were going to lead up to a big move to a new job it puts <laughs> in perspective uh that our life was going to change We move. So it was. It wasn't so much stress. It was. It was more like. Uh, it was more like. Uh, it was happiness. Yeah, you know. It was happiness, because it's something that you wanted to do, and it's something that you focus on, all your energy, and something that we're proud of now. Right. So it was a little bit exciting to like. Oh, you know, you get to do the whole process of looking for a place to live and looking for a job and. You know, we moving far away from, especially you, far away from your family, something you, you never did before. So, yes, that was actually the first time we left a place close to Jersey. We moved really far. <laughs> right. So once we got all settled in and you started the academy, you started going through it. Then graduation came and the first day, that's when it all hit. So we went to graduation and you're like, oh, officially you are law enforcement officer. Yes. So you're like, holy smokes, this is... This is real. This is real, okay. So at that point, you know... Okay, what, what exactly was it real? What was real on graduation that it wasn't real the, you know, the During, eight months before that? The eight months before, it was like you were going to school. You would right. get up early in the morning and, you know, you would come back at four. So a regular schedule. Yes, yeah. Yeah. When you graduated and you started working, all mm -hmm. that changed. We got a brand new schedule. Mm -hmm. um, and it's never the same. Right. Never the same. It changes every week and then right. every three months, midnight shift. Right. So that is one of the things that well, it was brand new to us. We never experienced that. Because when you were in the military, it, it was the same thing. You... Right, worked. luckily where I, where I was, it was a pretty set schedule. Yeah. Pretty set schedule. We were off on weekends. We were always together. And now we have this new job where every week is a different time. Back then, we didn't have any kids. So it was just myself. Right. So most of the time, I was home by myself. Right. Or at least you were able to just up and go and yeah. visit your family and all that stuff. Right. Yeah. So when you graduated and you started the job that is one of the things that was like okay hold on a minute nobody told me about this nobody told me that i had to spend the rest of my time by myself right because you are working and that's something people don't don't realize right that um, the sacrifices and i know some people are like well that's you chose to be you know you chose to to do that and blah 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 but the ones that that do understand Yeah, it's a lot of sacrifice. It's, it's anniversaries, it's birthdays, it it's, it's a lot of important dates that normal 
people with normal jobs, you know, are able to to take for granted. Oh yeah, you know, it falls on the weekend. I'm I'm I'll be there. Or, you know, I'm here, I get off at this time and I can you know just be there and prepare this and do this. But you know, the with this sort of kind of moving schedule, it's it's a little different, and that's something people take for granted. Yeah, and when when I got interviewed, also while you were doing all this um, academy stuff. They never mention these things like they never mention that, you know, the spouse has to somehow become like the head of the household because the officer is always out working, um, that you're always going to be alone because there's different shifts, that there's going to be a lot of stress with our relationship. You know, there there's a lot of things that are not talked about before you get into this career. Yeah, I think that... Um you know, I think that they just give you the gist of it because it's, it's really unknown. You don't know if that person is going to graduate, you know, and become a police officer. I mean, there are some people that literally quit like a week before graduation when they realize like, oh, you know what, this is not for me, which is admirable to to go through eight months, you know, nine months of training. And right before the combination of the training, you're like, you know what? Nah, thank you. I, you know, not for me. So it's. You know, those people, them, they do that, you know, but uh, then you graduate, then it's a whole different, that, I, I guess, does that, does graduation mean it's real now? Like the, as far as the, the hazard or the safety aspect of it? Yes. Yes, it is. Because now you're, you're on the street. Now you have to deal with people, good people, bad people, people that don't care, people that don't know. Walk me through walk our listeners through the emotions of me getting ready, saying bye to you guys and walking out the door. Well, my initial thought is like, yes, I finally have the TV to myself. <laughs> but in reality, it's just like, you know, I, I try to be, I try to be strong. I try not to think of all the negative things that you hear, that you see. Um, I, I try to keep myself positive. But there's days that I'm just like, okay, well, I have to think or kind of, you know, in the back of my head, I guess, I don't want to say it, but the day that you don't return home. So, you know, I try, I try to keep myself from thinking those, those, those thoughts. Those thoughts. Right. Um, so I know that you, you can defend yourself. I know that you know how to work, carry a, a weapon. So I think of... The time that you were in the military, in the Marine Corps, and somehow that puts me a little bit at ease. Okay. Yeah. I think that people should, or, or people don't understand that, that you have a family that you leave behind once you walk out that door. And, and I know it's, it's a calling. I know it's a job that somebody has to do it. Yeah, that's right. Someone has to do it. I, I always try to think about the positive, the positive you're doing out there helping people and I want to encourage you you know I don't I don't want to make you feel bad for leaving you know I want you to go out and do your job and do the best job you can so always you know be able to concentrate and know that you're doing the right thing and I thank you for that you're welcome it's uh you know it's people don't understand how important it is to to your mental state to know that you know you can concentrate on doing your job because 
the house is you know taken care of and um yeah you know, it's hard it's hard because it, it's a thankless it's a thankless job and i really wanted to say thank you to you and you know i want to say thank you to all the loved ones of the other officers and the military who um you know are behind the scene that nobody says thank you or nobody recognizes the the job that you guys do and it's uh, it's necessary and thank you you're welcome so now i do it with love there you go so now is there a difference between being married to a police officer and not having kids and being married to a police officer and having kids? Like, is there a difference or there, the feelings the same? I think that there there is a difference because before it was just me and you, right? I just had to worry about myself, you know, when you weren't home. Obviously, I thought about you, make sure that you are doing good um, at work, that you're, you know, um, that you're happy. And I had to worry about myself my state of mind make sure i'm okay but now with kids it's a different uh ball game it's a different ball game i am listening to hanging with mary joe now with the kids you know there's schedules that we have to follow not only your schedule kids schedule we have to learn how to manage manage and share time and plan luckily mateo is not in school yet, which this year is going to change, mm-hmm. uh, which is going to add a little bit more stress because now we're going to have maybe parent-teacher conference. Now we're going to have more sports. Now we're going to have, you know, maybe PTA meetings. And then we still have the baby. So there is a big difference than just me and being with kids. Because if you think about it, I am the one that has to handle everything. I have to take the kids to school. I have to take care of the house. I have to, you know, go on play dates sometimes. <laughs> you make it seem like I don't do anything. <laughs> well, all this is while you're working, right? Right. Gotta take Mateo to daycare. Gotta take care of the girl. You know, we have to have time for for our sexy podcast? time. <laughs> <laughs> time for the podcast? <laughs> yeah, so... It's a lot of planning with kids. How do you feel when you hear strangers saying bad things about all cops? Things that you know are not true. Well, you know, like in every profession, there is bad apples. That's correct. Sometimes the media does not help at all. Sometimes give wrong information. Things that are not true. Just for likes and hits and ratings right yeah and i think that's what um what's going on nowadays that you know people just go off of what they hear without knowing exactly what happened because there's a side there's two sides to a story all the time yeah there always is so do you feel like when they when you hear people say that do you in do you be like well that's not my that's not my police officer that's not who he is or well, what exactly do you, do, you, do you think or how do you feel about at that moment when they're like, you know, all cops are bad or all cops are this or whatever? And I'd be like, that's not true. That is not true. My husband does not do that. Right now, I am shaking my head. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, but to fall over. <laughs> I mean, it. it's um, maddening to hear people talk about you without even knowing that we're, uh, not, that we're not all like that. Yes. Um, 
not even knowing you like how you are you know um questioning your character your character your ability to to work to be sympathetic to people and to help people yeah yeah, yeah. nobody nobody knows that yep it is it's very difficult considering the current climate and how things are going today against law enforcement officers if i was not a law enforcement officer, if I was, you know, a regular civilian with a nine to five and I came to you today and said, you know what, I'm going to apply and, you know, and I want to become a police officer. What would you say? Be honest. Well, I've always wanted you to do what you like. And if being a cop is something that you really wanted to do, obviously understanding the things that are going on in the world now, you know, as long as you understand that and are aware of the things that can happen, not only to you, but to your family, if you were okay with all that and you wanted to pursue it, of course, I'll be there. I would encourage you to do it. It's good to know. Um, now, let's move a little bit with uh, safety. Do you at any point feel unsafe or do you worry about you know retaliation against the family of my family because of something that I might do on the job. No, I'm nothing bad, but I'm just, you know, you know, while in the process of my job, you know, some people take it personal and it's, and it's not, it's just, you know, I got to do what I got to do. And do you feel like, Oh my God, you know, like I can come back. Yes. Um, I mean, I guess you can say that's in the back of my head all the time because you never know uh, what people's intentions are. And now that we have kids, we want to make sure that they are safe. Not not so much for for me, but for the kids. You know, we always have to be aware of our surroundings. Um, That's really good. I like that. Yeah. So <laughs> what else? We have to be be aware. Of people who approaches, who, who tries to befriend you. and Yeah. And also like, I mean, when I go out with the kids, you know, I'm always like looking around, make sure because people are crazy. Make sure nobody's following me or maybe if they hear me talking on the phone and they happen to somehow know that, you're talking know that to I'm a talking to a cop. You know, I have to be very careful, even when we're out. So speaking of going out, how annoying is it um, not being able to sit whatever you want at a restaurant? I know it, you wanted to talk about that, so it's sad. might as well put it out there. <laughs> it's sad because... We are always on the lookout. Well, actually, you are. At the beginning, it was just you. But now it's, you know, it's rubbed off. So we are always on the lookout, making sure that, you know, there's no crazy people. Know where the exes are. And, and we want to make sure. Going. Yeah. Yes. 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 Yeah. It's, it's not a myth, people. It's it, real. It happens. <laughs> it's real. We even have uh, like a safety word, you know, that if something does happen, you... We know Say what to do, right? And we know what to do. That's right. It's real, people. And, you know, you have to always be prepared. Prepare for the worst and hope for the best. That's our motto here. Yes. And it's always with the kids in mind. So, you, so to answer the question, you'll be like, hey, this is what it is. You do what you got to do. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I'm not one to sabotage your dreams. If that's what you want, then go for it. You know, I'm here. To support you, to help you. 100%. To encourage you, a shoulder to lean on. Well, same here. Thank you for that. So before we continue, 
um, to our segment, I just wanted to say thank you to you for what you do. Um, it's really important. And I also want to say thank you to all those loved ones of the first responders and military people who hold the household in place while we go out there and do our job and, you know, do what we uh, need to do, love to do. So, again, thank you for what you do. You're welcome. All right. So now it is time for our segment. Did Did you you know? know? Did you guys know? The average police officer dies within five years of retirement and reportedly has a life expectancy of 12 years less than that of uh, normal people. So all the uh, first responders out there, law enforcement, you got to take care of yourself. Take care of yourselves. You know, your mental health is is definitely important. So if you got to speak to somebody, if you want to reach out, you know, we're always available. It doesn't matter who you are. You can just, you know, reach out to us, contact us. Um, there's always somebody you can talk to. Same thing with our military folks. So with somebody you can talk to and never feel like you're alone. All right. Together we can make it through this. Here at the podcast, Mary Jo, we just want to say again, thank you very much. And tell the folks how they can reach us. You guys can reach us at our Instagram page at Hanging with Mary Jo. Um, you can leave us comments, um, likes, or you can send us an email at our at uh, hangingwithmaryjo at gmail.com and listen to us on Spotify and iHeartRadio. All right, guys, that's going to be it for this episode. Thank you for listening. And remember... Be kind to each other. Wear your seatbelt. Use hand sanitizer. God bless you all. And we're out. That was good.